Good evening. I'm Anthony Robustelli, author of I Want to Tell You, The Definitive Guide to the Music of the Beatles, and this is the Beatles' multi-track meltdown. Each week I'll be playing stripped-down, deconstructed mixes of classic Beatles songs, highlighting different instruments and vocals in a way that will truly amaze you. Imagine sitting in the control room at EMI Studios and having the opportunity to peel away the layers of a song, discovering new elements that you never knew existed. This is the closest you can get to that experience. So sit back, tune in, and enjoy the Beatles' multi-track meltdown. I'll make you maybe next time On June 18th, 2015, Paul McCartney turned 73. Tonight we're going to be deconstructing his solo work in part two of a special Paul McCartney after the Beatles' multi-track meltdown. We'll start the show with Sea Moon, the reggae-ish song released as a double A-side with High 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 in December of 1972. With High 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 banned in the UK, Sea Moon reached number five on the charts, but failed to make a dent in the US. The name Sea Moon was inspired by lyrics on the song Wooly Bully by Sam the Sham and the Pharaohs. McCartney explains, There's a line in Wooly Bully that says, Let's not be L7. Well, L7, it was explained at the time, means a square. Put L and 7 together and you get a square. So I thought of the idea of putting a sea and a moon together, a half moon, to get the opposite of a square. So sea moon means cool, in other words. The band all switched instruments for the recording, with guitarist Henry McCullough playing drums, guitarist Denny Lane playing bass, drummer Denny Sewell playing xylophone, McCartney on piano and vocals, and Linda adding backing vocals. We'll follow with Wings' fourth number one U.S. hit from the Wings at the Speed of Sound LP. After the album was released, the group went out on a hugely successful worldwide tour that was captured for video and rock show, and for audio, the Wings Over America triple LP release. Many people think that this 1976 hit, Silly Love Songs, which only reached number two in the UK, is rather trite, but I beg to differ. It's a highlight of both the Speed of Sound and Wings Over America LPs, as well as the rock show movie, and pleased fans night after night on the 1976 sold-out tour. Nobody can deny this track is one of the funkiest Paul ever recorded, with a classic McCartney bass line and a beautiful horn and string arrangement. What many fans and critics missed was that McCartney was deliberately poking fun at an image that the press and public had of him as a sentimentalist, making the overall lyric and feel of the song quite ironic. Next up, a single from 1978's London Town that didn't do quite so well. I've Had Enough was recorded in the Virgin Islands on the yacht The Fair Carol, and was the second single released from the album. While the first single, With a Little Luck, reached number one in the U.S. and number five in the U.K., I've Had Enough would only climb to number 25 in the U.S. and number 42 in the U.K. Check it, mm, check it, mm, check it out. Mm-mm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Was that the intro I should have been in? Oh, boo-boo-boo, Simon, 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 is she? Simon, 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 to me. How come no one older than me ever seems to understand the things I want to do? To heaven if I fill my head with gloom. What's it all to you? Sea moon. Sea moon. Sea moon. Is she? She could tell a number that he thought, but 
Simon, Simon, are we?
for a bomb begin this part of the show with two songs recorded by the last incarnation of Wings. The first song, Baby's Request, was originally written as a demo for the old vocal group The Mills Brothers. Although he originally thought the song was a bit corny, McCartney was convinced by his children to record it, and it not only ended up on the back to the Egg LP, but also as the B-side of the first single from the album, Getting Closer. Back to the Egg was produced by McCartney with Chris Thomas, who had helped with production duties on the White Album, as well as playing keyboards on a number of tunes. The next song, Goodnight Tonight, was originally recorded solo by McCartney after the London Town sessions were finished, but it sat on the shelf for almost a year. Once it was dusted off, Denny Lane and Lawrence Juber added guitars, Steve Holly percussion, and Linda additional keyboards and backing vocals. It was intended to be the B-side of Daytime Nighttime Suffering, but before the single was released, the sides were switched, and it reached number five on both the U.S. and U.K. charts. We'll then hear the second McCartney solo singer released while Wings took a break coming up. We'll be hearing the solo version tonight, but the single also included a live version with Wings recorded during the 1979 tour, and it would be a number one hit in the U.S. and reach number two in the U.K. When he originally began work on the solo version at his home studios in Sussex and Scotland in the summer of 79, Wings was still a working band. The songs that would eventually make up McCartney 2 were never intended for commercial release, but after recording more than an album full of more experimental electronic music, he decided to release it after all. Enjoy. Go ahead 
Just one more time and then we'll go to bed When the moon lays his head on a pillow And the stars settle down for a rest Just do me one small favor I beg you, please play me my baby's request
1980, McCartney 2 had hit number one in the UK and number three in the US, but in the fall, McCartney reconvened with Wings to work on a number of songs that would eventually end up on 1982's Tug of War. However, by the end of the year, he would grow tired of the pressure of trying to keep Wings together and decided to work on his next project as a solo artist. Denny Lane was involved in some of the sessions, but he would officially leave as well in April of 1981. The album would reunite Paul with producer George Martin, but the initial idea of a double album would be scrapped as Martin deemed certain songs as subpar. The album would be recorded at both of George Martin's Air Studios in London and on the Caribbean island Montserrat, and featured phenomenal musicians such as Stevie Wonder, Stanley Clark, Steve Gadd, Eric Stewart, and Carl Perkins. They spent so much time perfecting the album that the release date was rescheduled five times. Many songs were recorded that would never see the light of day, but the time spent was worth it. The album reached number one in both the U.S. and the U.K. Tonight we'll hear the first two songs, Tug of War and the first single from the album, Take It Away. The single reached number 10 in the U.S. and number 15 in the U.K. and featured Ringo Starr and Steve Gadd on drums and George Martin on Fender Rhodes' electric piano. It's a tug of war What with one thing and another It's a tug of war We expected more but with one thing and another We were trying to outdo each other In a tug of war In another world In another world We could stand on top of the mountain With our flag unfurled In a time to come In a time to come, we will be dancing to the beat played on a different drum. It's a tug of war. Though I know I mustn't grumble, it's a tug of war. But I can't let go. If I do, you'll take a tumble And the whole thing is gonna crumble It's a tug of war In years to come They may discover It's a 
I'm Anthony Robostelli, and we're back with the Paul McCartney after the Beatles multi-track meltdown. 
There were many songs left over from the Tug of War sessions, and McCartney and Martin used these for the formation of the next LP, Pipes of Peace. Tonight we'll hear the title track. McCartney wrote the song in response to jazz musician George Melly's request. As McCartney recalled, George Melly wrote to me and said, There's this children's organization and they want a sort of peaceful song for children, a hopeful song for the future. Would you be interested? So I set about trying to do it. Then it became a song for me. McCartney played all the instruments on Pipes of Peace, except for the tabla. Also, backing vocals from Linda and Eric Stewart were also overdubbed. The song was his third number one in the UK, but his first as a solo artist. Unfortunately, it couldn't crack the top 20 in the US, stalling at number 23. The LP wouldn't fare as well as Tug of War, only reaching number 4 in the UK and number 15 in the US. We'll follow with a highlight from the Give My Regards to Broad Street LP and film, No More Lonely Nights. McCartney was having a hard time trying to write a song based on the title, so he went in another direction completely and wrote a song that had little to do with the plot of the film, but felt right for a particular scene that he and the director thought needed a piece of music. Recorded in November 1982, in one three-hour session, the song featured Pink Floyd guitarist David Gilmour, who was very impressed with how quickly the song was completed. We'll close the show with a song McCartney wrote with Elvis Costello, My Brave Face. Costello provided a spark that had been missing from much of McCartney's 80s material, and the two found it easy to write together. Costello explained in an interview with Musician Magazine, There's no denying that McCartney has a way of sort of defending himself by being charming and smiling and thumbs up and all the bit. I said once that I thought he should try and step from behind that, at least insofar as the music was concerned. What I thought I could add, it's not as if he needs a lot of help to write songs, was the friction that is creative and get him to refer to a musical vocabulary that is second nature to me from Beatle music. They attempted to co-produce five of the songs they wrote together, but Costello's approach was too raw for McCartney, and he re-recorded My Brave Face with producers Mitchell Froome and Neil Dorfman. Costello would, however, co-produce the other songs they wrote together on Flowers in the Dirt with producers Mitchell Froome and Neil Dorfman. The band he assembled would back him on his first world tour in 10 years and included Hamish Stewart from the Average White Band on guitar, Robbie McIntosh from the Pretenders on guitar, and Chris Witten on drums. Ironically, Mitchell Froome would also produce some of the songs that the duo composed for Costello's 1991 album Mighty Like a Rose.
I can wait another day Until I call you You've only got my heart on a string And everything a flutter But another lonely night Might take forever We've only got each other to blame It's all the same to me, love私はポールマカトニーのものに関する収集家として日本一に違いありません。世界一じゃないとすれば、あの話ですがね。何者にも変えがたい。この20年、ビートルズ、ウィングス、ホールマカトニーの品々は集まることに人生を捧げてきました。
accustomed as I am to the luxury life. I've been hitting the town and it didn't hit back. I've been doing the rounds, unaccustomed as I am to the time on my hands. Now I don't have to tell anybody what I'm gonna get back. And since you went away, I've had the same mental inclination not to change a single thing. As I pull the sheep back. Robustelli, author of I Want to Tell You, The Definitive Guide to the Music of the Beatles, Volume 1, 1962-1963, and you've been listening to Part 2 of a special Paul McCartney After the Beatles multi-track meltdown. Tune in every Sunday night, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, to hear more deconstructed mixes of classic Beatles songs, solo recordings, live cuts, and more. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter, ShadyBearBKLYN, and like the Facebook page for I Want to Tell You. You can also check out the Paperback Writer page on Facebook, where you can connect with Beatle authors from all over the world. You can pick up the book at Amazon.com and at the website, TheBeatlesIWantToTellYou.com. See you next week.